0: You're listening to The Counterculture Mom Show on the Salem Radio Network. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. How do we counter these messages? Tune in as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you safely navigate today's pop culture chaos. Critical race theory. It's causing hatred, division, and racism right here in America. I'm your host, Tina Griffin, and welcome to Spotlight, where we shine a light on last week's most pivotal issues right here on the Counterculture Mom Show. Martin Luther King Jr. said, racism is a man's gravest threat to man, the maximum of hatred for a minimum of reason. And we're gonna be dissecting critical race theory right here on the program today. September 17th is an incredibly important day for the U.S., as it was on this day in 1787 that the U.S. Constitution was adopted. If it weren't for the Constitution, the U.S. could be living in a dehumanized, totalitarian dictatorship run as a biomedical police state with far fewer civil liberties than we still have today. And that's exactly why we covered the great threat of a totalitarianism takeover last week in the Great Reset series. You definitely have to check that out. And why we are covering the importance of upholding and fighting for the preservation of our Constitution this week. It is absolutely critical that we know the truth about the critical race theory and why the elites are trying to impose it on every American life. I'm not only going to show you why critical race theory is not only causing racism in America, but illegal in this spotlight episode. Before I list off the top pop culture lure of the week, I want to give a shout out to my new friend, Corey Lynn from Cory'sDiggs.com. Check out her website. She's an investigative journalist. She's fantastic. I have to say my twin. She sent me this hat in the mail. Thank you, Cory lynn You rock. This is a dig it hat. Dig in deep to the research. God will show you the truth. Hashtag CorysDigs.com. If you've got a hat you want me to wear, go ahead and email us and we'll tell you where to send it. Our email is show at counterculturemom.com. Once again, show at counterculturemom.com. And now for the top pop culture alert of the week. Christians and Mormons love the same Jesus. Now, this is going to be a hard-hitting one for me because I've been promoting Dallas Jenkins for the last, gosh, decade, decade and a half. I thought he was a Christian filmmaker, and my job is not to please man and to pump up pop culture that's positive with a wrong worldview My number one job is to be concerned about what God has called me to expose. And there's been a lot of concerned parents blasting stuff our direction. So our counterculture mom team dug in deep and got the dirt on Dallas Jenkins and his whole series called Chosen. You can find this in our Counterculture Mom app, click on Premium, and you will get dirt every single day where you can choose what you want to click on to get more research. So if you guys are into Chosen, for example, this alert would pop up in your phone, and then you can read more about the maker of Chosen. Here's what Dallas Jenkins has to say. The creator of the Chosen series, Dallas Jenkins, has recently come out as stating that Mormons and Christians love the same Jesus. He said that he recently got into some trouble in certain Christian circles for saying that LDS and evangelicals love the same Jesus. For those of you that don't know, LDS, Latter-day Saints, believe that Jesus and Satan are brothers and that both were created by God and put on earth to test them. If they passed, they also got to become God-like. Both were created by God. Now it goes on to say, If Mormons believe Jesus is Satan's brother and believe that Jesus was created by God and therefore is not God, then how can they love the same Jesus as evangelicals? Christians believe what the Bible teaches, that Jesus was not created. He was in the beginning with God and is himself God. And that is what I believe is the actual truth. According to Scripture, we do not love the same Jesus as the Church of Latter-day Saints. Now I'm going to show you a quick clip where Dallas Jenkins actually states that he believes Mormons and Christians believe in the same God. Check it out.
1: I just say that because I, well, I recently have gotten a little bit in trouble in, in certain circles because I was on, an, on another LDS podcast and I I said that LDS and evangelical I love the same Jesus. And I got some heat from from people who Suddenly didn't want to watch the show anymore because of that. Apparently it's a controversial
0: statement. Joseph Smith was a false prophet. Mormonism cannot bring forth good fruit. Jesus said, beware of false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. So it's sad to say, but Counterculture Mom has to officially give two thumbs down to Dallas Jenkins a person that I have told people over the last decade or two to follow great Christian content. But now we're at the point we have to part ways and pray for Dallas Jenkins. If you are a believer in Jesus and according to his word can see that Dallas Jenkins is promoting inaccurate, false information. Latter-day Saints and Christians do not love the same Jesus. And if you're thinking, you got to be kidding me. I've been watching The Chosen. What is good to watch? Well, download our free parent media guide. You'll get a four-page PDF guide filled with positive entertainment from comedians to hit TV shows, movies, websites, social media, video games, you name it, in this sweet free parent media guide by texting the word guide, G-U-I-D-E to the number 55444. Once again, text the word GUIDE to the number 55444. Check your inbox, check spam. Google's been nasty to us and you will get this sweet guide. Download it, check it out. Click on all the hyperlinks that are in there and go to town on replacing any nasty pop culture in your home with positive, uplifting, God-honoring, patriotic pop culture. As I mentioned earlier, the main theme of today's show is critical race theory. Not only is it destroying freedoms and our Constitution, which you'll hear more from our upcoming experts on how CRT is doing just that, it's a well-thought-out plan from anti-Americans right here in our country, but CRT is absolutely 110% illegal. Watch this short clip of Tucker Carlson asking guest Peter Kersenow, who's a commissioner on the U.S. Civil Rights Commission, as he talks about the mandatory taxpayer-funded training on CRT, which goes against the Civil Rights Act, which bans discrimination based on race, CRT is illegal because it is prohibited by Title VII. Well, mandatory taxpayer-funded trainings on critical race theory are terrible for the country. Obviously, telling people who are defending America that America is not worth defending, but they also may be illegal. The Civil Rights Act bans discrimination based on race. The federal government of course, has been ignoring that for years. How much longer can they? Peter Kirstenow is a commissioner on the U.S. Civil Rights Commission right now, and he joins us tonight. We're happy to have him. Uh, Mr. Kirstenow, thanks so much for coming on. How is this or how could this be illegal, do you believe?
1: Well, it's not that it could be illegal. It depends on the configuration. But most of them that I've seen, and you've been going on for quite some time, they yes. expanded exponentially during the Obama administration, especially after the Michael Brown Ferguson incident. There was another explosion after the George Floyd incident. Virtually every significant corporation, academic institution, public employer has these types of trainings, and they're getting much more aggressive, much more anti-American, much more anti-white. Um, and to that extent they are prohibited by Title VII, which clearly prohibits many of the things that they're doing in these trainings, such as many of them segregate employees on the basis of race, flatly unlawful. Many of them subject certain employees based on race and sex because it's it's um, uh, designed to also attack males to a large extent. If you do something like that, that's also prohibited by Title VII and also Creating a racially or or sexually hostile work environment. In this case, mainly a racially hostile work environment. When you witness some of these trainings, they are truly extraordinary and astonishing. Not only are they based on a false narrative, but anyone who has to sit through them are very very many of them are humiliated. Again, these programs aren't all the same, but many of them are so aggressive that they clearly transgress Title Seven, and to some extent, you may even say that they may be a violation of 42 USC 1981. Why aren't there more lawsuits? Good question. It's mainly because Employees are cowed. They don't want to lose their jobs. They don't know their rights. And in the current BLM zeitgeist, they're cowed against doing anything that seems to be against the prevailing narrative. You will see employees sit meekly as they are being subjected to the most vile and hostile acts. It's going on across the country and it's going to be going on for quite some time unless there's some type of intervention. I applaud the Trump administration. First time ever has any administration done anything like this to intervene. Extremely important because this is maybe the most pernicious ideology we've ever seen in the United States, and I'm not overstating that. Um, it's going to continue because it's extraordinarily lucrative. You mentioned, I think, in your open, you know, that some of these are worth a few thousand dollars. I have seen very often that trainers are charging between five to ten thousand dollars per hour, forty thousand dollars per session. In addition to being lucrative, they're politically advantageous for the left and the Democratic yeah. Party because they undermine the whole premise of the United States of America, which then permits for the undoing of those institutions because they are racist and, and so on.
0: Exactly. Because it undermines the entire premise of the United States of America. So nicely put, you're seeing the big picture, which we need to, I think, need to focus on. Peter Kirsten now, as always. Thank you. And as you can see, CRT goes right along with the elite's plan to completely destroy the freedoms right here on American soil. If you're not sure how all the dots connect, just watch any previous episode of the Counterculture Mom Show and you will start to see the puzzle coming together. Now, if you're thinking there's no way that people are starting to segregate right here in the U.S. according to race, it absolutely is happening. It's happening all around the country. In fact, we did several alerts just in the last month alone, but check out this website from Washington Post, believe it or not, Atlanta principal accused of separating black kids from other students in discriminatory practice. It goes on to say a complaint was filed with the Education Department's Office of Civil Rights on July 22nd. Kyla and Jason Posey alleged that Maryland Elementary School principal Sharon Briscoe separated black second grade students from students of other races, claiming it was for their own good. <laughs> You can read more in the show notes, but I'm telling you right now, they are doing that around this country, even to our little children, little impressionable minds to cause racism, not end racism, cause it. Now, what I'm about to show you will make your blood boil. If you're a patriot, if you love America, if you want to protect kids, if you're a Bible toting, gun toting, God-fearing person... What I'm about to show you will make your blood boil. And while it's boiling, ask God, what can you do with the information I'm about to show you? Now, I'm going to expose a couple of slides from my dear friend, Robin Steenman, who is a chairperson of the local Williamson County, Tennessee, Moms for Liberty chapter. She's a dear friend of mine, on fire for the Lord, on fire for exposing critical race theory, You are going to be floored at what kindergarten, first, second, third, fourth, all the way on up, little children are currently being taught during school hours while you think they're safe in today's public education, you will realize you are sadly, sadly mistaken. Next question is, what are you going to do about the info you're about to see? And let me just preface this by saying there is a special place in hell for people who are creating writing, drawing, enforcing, and teaching this to young children. These slides are in her presentation, which is downloadable in the show notes below. Get your hands on it and share this information far and wide. Now, the first book I'm going to go over, which is taught to kindergarten on up around this country, comes from a book called Feelings by Alakai. Alicia has the most beautiful curly hair of all my friends curly hair, I'd I'd like to choke Alicia. Elizabeth likes her more than me. What's wrong with straight hair? What's wrong with stringy hair? If you're nice, I hate Alicia. Urgh. That's the first example out of many that I've seen that these kindergartners are literally reading. But keep in mind, they don't just read this book one time. They have questions over it. They dwell on it for a week or two. The teacher has them divide up into groups and talk about it. In fact, here's a summary from the teacher's manual. There are 32 pages in this book called feelings, and 22 of those pages have negative emotions on them. Once again, this is for elementary students, five years old on up. The teacher's manual is 506 pages, and feelings are mentioned 639 times. In this book, mad and angry feelings are mentioned 154 times, sad, 79 scared, 19, heartbroken, eight, miserable, seven. (gasps) Here's a positive one, happy, 41, excited, 18, proud, seven, joy, four. As you can see, a majority of this is angry and depressing. And you wonder why our kids come off the school bus angry and depressed. Now, third grade students are reading Shark Attack. Check out these pictures. If my kids were seeing these pictures, they seriously would be having nightmares. And Robin assured me, Many parents have said when their kids came home from school after reading the shark attack, they have had major nightmares. I remember what I felt like when I saw Jaws for the first time and I was a teenager. Can you imagine a six, seven, eight-year-old kid seeing pictures like this? Blood and gore, appendages ripped off from bodies. And this is what the book is about. Shark attack took place at a very unexpected place, a creek. A 12-year-old boy was swimming, screamed, and disappeared beneath the water. A man jumped in to drag Lester's lifeless body from the water. Suddenly, the man felt something bump his right leg. When he reached down, he realized part of his leg had been ripped away. They had been attacked by a shark. Both the man and the boy died. This is the type of books we want our young kids to be reading during school hours at public schools across America? Now, if that wasn't bad enough, here's an example of disgusting garbage our innocent fourth graders are reading. This is a book called George versus George, the American Revolution as seen from both sides. I'm going to read you the highlighted phrases that are absolutely appalling for fourth grade students. We're talking eight-year-old kids. The words in this chapter say raped and murdered innocent civilians Died like flies from starvation, heat, cold, and disease. Indians fighting alongside the British burned almost a 1,000 homes, tortured and killed whole families, and scalped the dead. Believing that it would make them more powerful, some Indians honored their bravest victims by eating them. They collected scalps and showed off their pairs of leggings made from the skin of dead Indians. Eight-year-old kids reading this filth in class? I'm telling you, there's a special place in hell. Here are some examples of infidelity and suicide promoted to nine-year-olds. They read this crap and discuss this crap in class. This comes from a book called Hatchet by Gary Paulson. This is like horror movies, horror books that kids are watching and reading in class during school hours. Not just one assignment, even though that's bad enough, but they talk about this content for weeks on end after reading the book. Here's how infidelity is promoted in The Hatchet. In the mall, every detail, his mother sitting in a station wagon with the man, who is not her husband, and she had leaned across and kissed him. Kissed the man with the short blonde hair, and it was not a friendly peck, but a kiss. A kiss where she turned her head over at an angle and put her mouth against his mouth, of the blonde man who was not his father and kissed mouth to mouth and then brought her hand up to touch his cheek, his forehead while they were kissing and Brian saw it. A couple of paragraphs later, this became the secret that his father still did not know about. Here's how suicide is promoted in the book, The Hatchet. Once again, that nine-year-old kids are reading. The rest of that first day, he had gone down and down until dark. He had let the fire go out Had forgotten to eat even an egg and let his brain take him down to where he was done, where he wanted to be done and done, to where he wanted to die. He had settled into the gray funk deeper and still deeper until finally in the dark, he had gone up to the ridge and taken the hatchet and tried to end it by cutting himself. Madness, a hissing madness that took his brain. There had been nothing for him then, and he tried to become nothing, but the cutting had been hard to do, and impossible to do, and he had at last fallen to his side, wishing for death, wishing for an end, and slept only, didn't sleep. First of all, that doesn't make sense. Secondly, it is all about death, cutting, suicide, depression. And once again, we wonder why our kids are angry, suicidal, depressed, eating disorders, lack of vision, hateful. Self-absorbed, it's because of the garbage going in their head 24-7 by our nasty, vile pop culture and our nasty, vile public school education. And this is required reading for fifth grade students around this country. This is how Gore is promoted from a book called The River Between Us by Richard Beck. Tied hand and foot to the wheel, spread eagle, was a soldier boy, no older than Noah. He was burned by the sun, and his tongue lolled out of his mouth. Around his neck, a sign hung on a twine, thief. Then they discussed this garbage. Next, bodies boiled alive, would wash ashore for days after days. Page 24. They would then discuss it as a class. Blood soaked through the stretchers from the stumps of legs until the gangplank ran with it. We heard the cries of the town and saw a boy who'd been shot full in the face. Then they discuss it. Page 135. I can't even read the rest. And that is only several pages of this gore-filled, violent trash that fifth-grade students around this country are reading. Critical race theory, without a doubt, is killing our kids. And if sex ed wasn't bad enough, showing porn to our children 24-7 while on school grounds, this should get our attention that we must stand up for our kids. On top of that, this curriculum never passed Tennessee standards. Unbelievable. And you know me, pretty much every episode, somehow this is tied to Bill Gates. Let's follow the money, people. This crap ties to Bill Gates. This is the Gates Foundation in Tennessee. So I'm going to bring it to my home state here. SCORE, which stands for State Collaborative on Reforming Education, received $17 million over the last 10 years. And pushed wit and wisdom, the curriculum I was just talking about, and what Robin Steenman is going to go into detail on our upcoming episode. All we have to do is follow the money, and usually 99.9% of the time, Bill Gates is tied to this agenda. I tell you what, you must go to the show notes surrounding this episode. And download Robin's PowerPoint exposing the CRT agenda and how it's wrecking havoc among our kids from coast to coast in this country in the public school education. So who do we have on the program this week to strategize against CRT? We start out with Robin Steeman, dear friend of mine. She's on fire. She talks about CRT and how it's promoting racism in schools across this country. She also started an online Liberty School. You have to dig into that deep. And I would advise, pull your kids out of the public school education. Secondly, we have on Bob Silvestri. He's fantastic. He teaches your kids about the Constitution, and he started the 1776 Project. We also have a lot of dirt on there and where you can download for free the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Let's get that in our children's brains instead of this garbage that talks about murder and sex. And last but not least, you're going to love my dear friend Tatiana Her video went viral this last spring when she totally held the Carmel County School Board accountable for teaching critical race theory and talking about killing cops when a majority of students that go to this school have parents that serve in the police force. And this chick absolutely initiates war on that school board. She's a prime example of what we can do to fight back at our local school board. And that brings us to the counterculture mom challenge of the week. We must learn about critical race theory. We have to fight against it. Get on your school board. Better yet, pull your kids out of this racist environment. Apply what our guests are suggesting and learn about the Constitution. Teach the Constitution to your kids so they know exactly where our freedoms came from. That is no longer taught in our public school education because the elites want to enforce communism on American soil. I've been saying it for years, but that is exactly what they're doing. Ask your kids questions about what they're learning in school and how they feel about what they're learning. And without a doubt, you must go to the school and ask to see the teacher's manual. Robin Seaman will talk about that in detail on this first episode coming up with our amazing guest lineup this week. Check it out and make sure you check out all the helpful links surrounding this show episode right here. Share this program with the masses. I'm sure you know a lot of friends and family that send their kids to public school. Make sure they watch this video clip. By you sharing our program, you're helping us reach more people with the truth. And you're part of the solution. And if you like to be on multiple audio platforms and several large TV platforms, please email us at show at counterculturemom.com and become a sponsor. We'd love to have you. We'll spread your message. And you can help us have more guests on like the following three people to help save America, to help save our kids, and get God back in our country. Also, what's really cool is four more TV platforms picked us up in the last two weeks. It's been awesome. Freedom Project Media, Christian Television Network, along with Israel TV and God's Learning Channel have come alongside us to say, hey, we want your programs. Let's play them on our platform and let's reach more people with truth. So all of those platforms will have your amazing content on it if you become a sponsor. Quick reminder, share the Counterculture Mom show with your friends when you're subscribed to the podcast, free of charge at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. If you love it, give us a great rating. That will help our mission get out there to more people. There are multiple places you can actually watch our program. If you download the Counterculture Mom app and in the main menu, click on the CCM show, you'll be able to see several platforms right there on our app that you can watch our program or tune in via radio. The other cool thing is Liftable TV just picked up our program. They're fantastic. You can go to counterculturemom.tv and watch all of our previous episodes on one killer platform. Once again, counterculturemom.tv. And if you use the code TINA15, no spaces, you will save 15% off your subscription. So check out counterculturemom.tv and get all of our previous episodes right there on Liftable TV. Our team has produced over 50 episodes just in the last two months. Check it out. It will definitely help your families thrive in today's cultural chaos. Well, that wraps it up for another episode of Spotlight. I'm your host, Tina Griffin. It's an honor and privilege to raise counterculture kids with you here on the Counterculture Mom Show. Say no to CRT and yes to JC. Go out there and make a difference. We're just getting started. More to come with Tina Griffin on the Counterculture Mom Show right here on Praise. Parents, we lock our doors and windows to keep bad things out. Yet there are digital doors and windows left wide open that may allow pornography and even predators into our homes right under our noses. Covenant Eyes has accountability software and free educational resources to help foster deeper conversations and raise up strong, internet-ready children. Text TINA, T-I-N-A to 66866 to get your free parent guidebook today.